I think we can all agree taking good care of your heart as in exercising or eating healthy and of course getting those regular checkups are essential for good health as well as your heart. However, there's actually a lot of research on actionable practices you can start today that not only help your heart health, but also prevent other chronic diseases from developing. Welcome back to Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller, and joining me is Mihaela Vince, public health expert for nonprofit Transamerica Institute. And today she'll be discussing practical ways to care for your heart. But before we get started, I do want to remind you that we enjoy hearing from you and learning more about topics you'd like us to cover. So please drop either Mihaela or me a note at info at transamericacenter.org. Well, Mihaela, great to have you back. Yeah, Al, it's great to be back. So let's start things off here in terms of, you know, beyond the obvious, why it's important to choose healthy habits that will prevent heart disease. So when you choose to practice healthy behaviors, not only can you lower your risk for heart disease, but you can also lower your risk for other chronic conditions like type 2 diabetes and some types of cancer, according to the CDC. So for today's episode, I'd actually like to focus on practices that you can begin now, actually today, to help take charge of your heart health. Well, that sounds like a great initiative. Now, let's um, you know take a look at you know your advice in terms of how to prioritize our heart health. Yeah, my first tip is that you should avoid being sedentary for too long. Prolonged periods of inactivity and too much sitting overall seem to increase the risk of death from cardiovascular disease, according to a study published in JAMA Cardiology. If you must sit for prolonged periods, for instance, you work in an office, Taking frequent breaks can help offset some of those risks. Five minutes of walking every half hour can really help ease some of the risks of sitting for too long, according to a study published in the American College of Sports Medicine Journal. Well, you know, that makes a lot of sense, especially with the rise in remote work and, you know, courses being offered online now, which, you know, really might take away your opportunity to get in those extra steps. So do you have uh, some more ideas to get us moving? Yeah, I can offer a few, and the first one is maybe to set an alarm to help remind you to get moving. Some smartwatches also have this alert function which can nudge you to help you get moving more, especially after long stretches of sitting. Drinking more water throughout the day can also inadvertently lead to more walking since you'll be needing more bathroom breaks. If you work in an office setting, perhaps walking with your colleagues um, for meetings rather than sitting in a conference room can also help you get more movement in. And if you work from home, maybe you can take certain calls while going for a walk. But of course, make sure to check in with your manager first. There are also lots of exercise classes back in person now. Lots of these classes now are being streamed online too. Um, so perhaps, you know, while being at home, maybe after work, you can log on and take an exercise class. You can always do those from the comfort of your home or perhaps even go attend one in person on your lunch break. And another idea is that if you happen to have a dog, find more excuses to walk them. Sometimes people neglect to do this, especially if they have a yard, but I promise that your dog and your heart will thank you. Well, you know me, any excuse uh, to get in the great outdoors is uh, you know, fine by me and you know, to get your body moving. So how else can we support our heart health? You can try to get enough high quality rest and getting good sleep isn't just important for keeping you awake during the day, it's also essential for your heart health. In June of 2022, the American Heart Association added sleep duration to its cardiovascular health checklist, now called Life's Essential 8. 
This change was enacted because researchers at the Columbia University Mailman School of Public Health found that study participants who slept less than seven hours had a higher incidence of heart disease risk factors like obesity, high blood pressure, and type 2 diabetes. I think this is pretty um, important to, to address here, Mihaela, because I know if I don't get enough sleep, you know, besides uh, being like a bear to be around, I'm just not at my best. And uh, so I, I think following uh, your advice here, I think makes a lot of sense. Now, do you have some ideas to help us sleep better? Yeah, some ideas to help modify your behavior to get better sleep include avoiding electronics before bed, as well as large meals, um, alcohol, and of course, caffeine. Also, it is advisable to sleep in a dark, quiet place set at a cool temperature. Going to bed and waking up at the same time every day, even on the weekends, will help you get better sleep, as well as getting sunlight as soon as you wake up. Well, as I mentioned, you know, getting proper sleep is, you know, near and dear to my heart uh, because sometimes I go stretches without getting that. And uh, so I think it really is important that you, you know, do follow those um, you know, daily routines uh, in terms of, you know, ensuring your, the greater chance of that. Now, how else can we look for our out for our heart today? Well, my third tip has to do with avoiding secondhand smoke. According to the CDC, adults who do not smoke but are exposed to secondhand smoke increase their risk of developing coronary heart disease by a whopping 25 to 30 percent. The U.S. Surgeon General has also concluded that there is no safe level of exposure to secondhand smoke that is without risk to your health. The recommendation here is obvious, but to prevent exposure to secondhand smoke, simply avoid spending time in environments where smoking is permissible. Well, I agree, Mihaela, because secondhand smoke can be you know, insidious, sneaky, and it's stinky too. But this is an excellent reminder that our, our environments do play a pretty significant role in our health. Now that said, how else can we support ourselves towards gaining a healthy heart? Find ways to de-stress. Um, managing stress is so important for your overall health, but also for your heart health. Negative mental health is actually associated with an increased risk of heart disease and stroke, where on the flip side, positive mental health is associated with a lower risk of heart disease and death, according to the American Heart Association. Ah, yes, de-stressing. Now, that's easier said than done, so uh, I'm looking for some tips here to help us de-stress uh, in our daily lives. Some ideas to reduce stress include deep breathing. Deep breathing can actually help bring more oxygen into your body and decrease the level of cortisol and temporarily lower blood pressure. It also doesn't take very long. For instance, there is this technique called the 448 breathing technique, which can really help calm your nervous system. Simply breathing in through your nose for four long seconds, pausing at the top, and exhaling through your mouth for eight seconds, a total of four times can have this profound effect. Next, uh, find time to unplug. Try to avoid the news and take a break from your smartphone every day. And find opportunities to get active. Moving your body can really help release mood-boosting chemicals that can help reduce your blood pressure and strengthen your heart muscles. Well, when you talk about uh, unplugging and avoiding some of the news, I mean, you're, you're really preaching to the choir uh, as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, uh, to piggyback on, you know, the getting that body moving, I think, you know, those endorphins when they kick in, I mean, it's, you know, look, you know, you're getting good exercise, but your health and your head, you know, are, you know, in a much, much better place. So uh, that's, that's fantastic. What other tips do we have here uh, that, um, you know, we could use uh, in terms of helping our heart health? Well, my fifth tip has to do with diet, and it's not the general recommendation of just vaguely eating healthy, but it's actually to avoid saturated and trans fat. 
A study published in 2021 in the Journal of Nutrition and Food Sciences asserts that trans fatty acids, which are often found in vegetable oils, are associated with multiple cardiovascular risk factors, such as coronary heart disease. You know, I have heard that, but uh, does this mean we should avoid all fats in our diet? No, uh, just because you're avoiding saturated and trans fat doesn't mean that you can't have any fats at all. Actually, okay. polysaturated fats are heart healthy and they're found in certain types of fish, avocados, nuts, and seeds. Um, they're also a good alternative to butter, lard, and certain cream sauces. Another heart healthy fat is monosaturated fats, which are found in olive and canola oils, uh, according to Mayo Clinic. And I also just wanted to remind listeners to check out Transamerica Institute's Healthier Traditions Cookbook series for some heart healthy meal ideas. Good advice there, Mahala, and thank you again for joining me today to you know walk us through these five practical tips to protect our health, uh, which uh, you know I think are, they bear repeating, and that's you know the dangers of sitting for too long and not getting enough sleep or exposing yourself to secondhand smoke, and of course experiencing stress. Uh, you know, stress is overrated, and you know obviously consuming those unhealthy fats. Now, where can listeners go to learn more about caring for their heart health? If you want to learn more, we recommend visiting heart.org for the American Heart Association science-based health checklist entitled Life's Essential 8. Great. And if you'd like to check out any of the source materials mentioned today, visit transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast to review the episode's transcript. And if you have comments, feedback, or topic ideas, please contact info at transamericacenter.org. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you won't miss an episode of ClearPath, your roadmap to health and wealth. And in case you missed them, check out our previous episodes on psychological first aid, responding to trauma, and the six ways Secure 2.0 boosts retirement security. In addition, we'll be discussing topics regarding women and retirement, as well as health screening for women in the coming weeks. Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening. ClearPath, your roadmap to health and wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about health and wellness, employment, financial literacy, longevity, and retirement. You can find our weekly podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcasts, and at transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast. ClearPath, your roadmap to health and wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WYPR. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance.